Let's run down the resume, shall we? Tom Brady won seven Super Bowls, three MVPs, named to the Pro Bowl 15 times. Yet the GOAT still has more to prove. In his Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray, TB12 says, quote, I've got a lot to prove this year. I'm out there to prove that I'm still capable of leading a team to a championship. Shannon, what do you think here? How much does Tom Brady really have left to prove? Nothing. This is all about Tom Brady's ego, uh, proving something, but at what cost? Um, I look at it like this, Skip. I don't think anybody's doubting Tom Brady. This is all about Tom Brady trying to prove to himself, and this is probably why he's been able to play 23 years. This is a lot of the reasons why he's had the success that he's had, is that he's constantly feel that he's in a battle with people doubting him. No one's doubting him at this point. He was accomplished too much. And what happens if he doesn't win the championship is kind of like Michael Jordan. Nobody remembers those last two years. Nobody doesn't even care about those last two years because he was so accomplished before he made it to those last two years. Those last two years doesn't even matter. So if he wins, everybody will celebrate him. If he doesn't win, he's like, well, look, he's already accomplished so much. So that's what this is about. This is all about Tom Brady. This is not about anything. Nobody... Skip, the man just got voted a week ago the best, the, uh, by his peers as the best player in the NFL. Who's doubting him? Nobody. That's, 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 what, that's the, the, the game. And whatever you have to do to get yourself in a place that you're able to play and compete at a very high level, do that. Tom Brady believes that, let me put this out there, kind of like what Jordan would do. Man, they doubt me. They don't believe I can get this done. I heard what you said. Mike, ain't nobody said anything. Yeah, you said it. Oh, you wouldn't shake my hand. You saw me in the restaurant. You pretended like you didn't see me. So he, Tom Brady and the greats take any slight, any slight as disrespect. So you disrespect me. You don't know who I am. So in the the previous 22 seasons, did I not win seven Super Bowls? Did I not win three MVPs? Did I not do that? Oh, so y'all don't think I can do it now, huh? Okay, I'm going to show you. I don't think anybody's out there thinking that Tom Brady can't do it. They know what Tom Brady is. He has, a very, he has a very solid team, great team of defense around him, skilled players. They signed Julio. Mike Evans is still there. Chris Godwin's probably going to start the season. If he, if he doesn't start the season, he's only going to miss one or two games. Offensive line, a little bit in flux, but Tom Brady will make that work because he's going to do a great job of getting the ball out of his hand. So for me, Skip, I don't think anybody, anybody of, of ilk is – now maybe some of those teams that's in the division, though, oh, nah, he can't get it done. But outside for the 95% of the people – believe Tom Brady is still Tom Brady, and he has an absolute chance of getting to and winning the Super Bowl. That's Tom Brady. This is all about Tom's ego. This is not about anybody doubting Tom Brady. Mm. Wait a second. Nobody, says Shannon Sharp, doubts Tom Brady, except for Shannon Sharp, the Hall of Famer. You doubted his ability versus the Eagles last year. You blamed him mostly for falling hopelessly behind. I'm not the Eagles, the, uh, the Rams. Rams. Yeah. They beat the Eagles, obviously. Right. But you you blamed him. I, I said, well, he scored 24 unanswered. And you said, well, that was his fault that he fell behind. Skip, Skip, here's the thing. Yes, he can have a bad game. And every quarterback at uh, out of 17 games, I think every quarterback from Rodgers to Mahomes to Burrow to Brady will have a bad game or two. But the question is, can he lead a team? Yes, he can lead this team to a championship. He's done it before. But if he does, Skip, he will get so much credit. When thing, if, they, if he were to do it, but he'll get none of the blame. Did anybody hold those final two years of Washington against Jordan? No. It's almost as if they didn't happen, but we know that they did happen.
Okay, I will address that in one second. Okay. But before we leave behind this point, are you picking the Bucks to win it all this year? No. Then you are doubting Skip. Tom Brady. Skip. So just because, so in other words, just because if I don't pick if I don't pick the Nets to win the championship, I'm doubting Kevin Durant. If I don't pick the Bucks, I'm doubting Giannis. Skip. It doesn't work like that. In his mind, it does. Oh, that's what I, Skip. That's my point. I'm saying this is his mind. He did that to himself. Nobody is doubting him. Okay, but if you don't pick him. You're doubting him. Okay, that's it's as simple as that. You're either for him or you're against okay. him. And he would consider you very much against him because yeah. he's all he called you out to your face about yeah. doubting him. Did he not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there we have it. Now, there's one huge difference between Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. and Michael Jeffrey Jordan, and that is there is no way Tom Brady is ever going to play two ceremonial years in Dallas or somewhere where he just says, Oh, you, you want me to come and be your quarterback? I'll come mail it in for you. I'll just show up on Sundays for you for a couple of years, and we'll go uh, eight and nine, maybe. Maybe, maybe right. we'll go seven and ten, no. and it'll be just fine. Well, he's not going to do that. Michael was willing to do that because Michael thought he had earned the right to go to Washington and run the whole show because he he made the draft picks. Right. He got to be the GM, the unofficial head coach, even though he brought back this guy, Doug Collins, but but it's like his best friend in yeah. coaching. Mm-hmm. So Michael ran the show, and they were – they were okay. Right. They were a little under 500, but but it was pretty hard to watch. Right. Michael averaged 20 and six rebounds. It right. was okay. Right. But there's no way Brady would subject himself to to, to that kind of ceremonial plot. Well, a lot of that was Jordan Skip. I believe if Jordan would have taken care of himself and come back of those three years. Now, but Skip, you had you know he stayed away for three years, and it wasn't like he was training like he was like he was was with the Breakfast Club when he had Scotty and he had uh uh. uh Ron Harper. Harper. So it was a difference. Brady trains all the time with the anticipation of coming back. I think Jordan got to like year three, like, man, I'm bored. What the hell can I do to to to, to light reignite this fire? You know what? I'm gonna go back and play basketball. And he did that. But it's a skip, it's a difference when you're that age and playing a sport like basketball where lateral quickness and your abilities? Absolutely. And the, I, the, the I agree. Quarterback and I, I'm, I'm not trying to diminish or demean Michael no, but for what he did in Washington because uh, I, I just disregard it. Right. His career stopped in 1998 yeah. with the last dance. Right. That was the end of right. the, the, the greatest story ever told. <laughs> and the point is that, that Brady, when, when he says, yeah, I have a lot to prove, he's speaking straight from his heart because he believes in his heart that – that he failed miserably last year, to your point. He, he believes he could have done more against the Rams. And what was his quote when he came back after 40 days of retirement that I kept questioning? Yeah. Yeah. He said, unfinished business. Right. Well, the, the, the secret to and the beauty of Tom Brady is that right here, right now, I guarantee you, I can't quantify this and I can't prove it. I'm just telling you what I believe that he's as driven as any human playing football right now. I'm talking about driven, at possessed, with, with maxing out whatever ability he has yeah, at age 45. Yeah. That, that, again, I wish I could quantify it and say I, he, he might even be more driven than anybody, more willing to spend whatever time. And, and again, to the detriment of his family, maybe, to yeah. the sacrifice of quality time with his kids, yeah, yeah highly yeah. possibly. Right. 
but but he is willing to make those sacrifices right now because he still knows in his heart he can play at the highest level because his peers just voted him the best player in football. Thank you. And that's why I kept saying, why would you retire? You're playing it. I thought he was the MVP last right. year. You thought Aaron was, okay? Don't you believe he's already proven it? He's won a Super Bowl post-Belichick. When a lot of people say it was the Patriot way, led by Coach Belichick, it was Coach Belichick that was doing all the grocery shopping. It was Coach Belichick that was doing all the cooking. When Tom Brady says, guess what? I'm not going to eat that cooking. I'm not going to have this guy shopping for me. I'm going to go somewhere else where a guy hadn't done a whole lot of cooking and a guy hadn't done a whole lot of grocery shopping. And I won one without you. So now what? So what else do I need to prove, Skip? He's proven that he can win. Now, I'm skipping, and I'm not talking about Coach Belichick retired and the system is still in place and everything's still in place. He went across the country and done it. So I okay. think he's okay, proven. I got it. I, I think you're still missing the point in the boat on, on this rare human being. That it, it's not like he's trying to trick himself into believing he has more to prove or delude himself into believing. He does. It. Yeah, I believe he is good. He, he just believes it. He was born to win. And once he's won or lost, it's like on to the next year, and none of the rest counts anymore. How about, I'm starting over. I'm just like everybody else. I'm still a six-round draft pick, and I'm starting see, over right here, right now. That's my point. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Would he be just as driven if he was a first-round draft pick? It's that sixth-round draft pick mentality. That's what I'm talking about, Skip. He's convinced himself, even though he's accomplished everything, I still have something to prove because I'm a sixth-round draft pick. Even though, Skip, he can win two more Super Bowls. You can't go undo, Tom, what has already been done, which were where you were selected. So in his mind, Skip, that's what gets him going. That sixth man, all 20, all the how did the sorry quarterbacks went before me? That still bugs him. Remember, <laughs> he couldn't even win the starting job at Michigan. Yes. Who was it? Lloyd Carr was it? He I mean, Carr was coming, he's, he's having to alternate. Yeah. With Henson. Right? With the, Drew Henson, yeah. right? He's just going back and forth. They're right. going every other game. Right. And finally, Tom got to start the bowl game against Alabama in right. the, the Orange Bowl and just lit him up. Right. And that night I sat back and I said, that kid's pretty good. Right. And somebody in New England said, that kid's really good. Right. But Belichick said, well, okay, we'll take him in the sixth round. Right. right. And, and – and, <laughs> I mean, at least Relichek was smart enough to finally take him in the sixth round. Hell, everybody else had, had continuously passed him. And not so sure that if Belichick hadn't taken him in the sixth round, who do we know that somebody was going to take him in the seventh? Or the, I don't know. Was it 12 rounds back then? I, still, I think it was the seventh round, seven rounds back then because it was 12 when I came out. They had long reduced it since then. But, Skip, in his mind, this is the way Tom Brady operates. He always feels like he's at a disadvantage or he's being slighted no matter what. Yeah. So that's that's how he gets himself to that place. And like I said, whatever it takes for you to get to that place where you can max, where you can function optimally, and that's what it is with him. I'm a sixth round draft pick, and they don't believe they don't believe that I can do this. I'm gonna show them. Okay, he is not capable of resting on his laurels. There's no he doesn't have that gene in him. He he can't mail it in. He can't take it a little easier. He can't say. I don't feel as much pressure. He feels exactly the same yeah. as when he was trying to win the job from Drew Bledsoe. He's still that driven. I'm not exaggerating this one bit because he shattered all the moles. This is, what, what do I call him? Yeah. He is psycho Tom. Yes. And this is psycho behavior. Yes. But it's the way he is. And it's why Tampa should be very happy they still have him at age 45 because they got a shot to win it all. They do. But that's my point, Skip. He, I don't, I'm not saying that he doesn't genuinely believe that... Uh, people are doubting him. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying people are not doubting him because they've seen him do it. 
What do they always say? Man, I ain't betting against Tom Brady. I'm not betting against Tom Brady. Even in the Super Bowl when they were down, Atlanta was saying on the sideline, but they still got Brady over there, man. Hey, we, we not out of the woods yet. So that, I think that, that's why they started to choke. Yeah. And that and that's in his mind, Skip. He believed I'm not saying I believe he believes that. I believe he believes that he's the underdog. I believe that he believes he's convinced himself that people are doubting him and what he can do and what his capabilities are. But I don't believe that the people are doing that because they just picked his ass number one overall. Out of 100 of the top players, okay. he got voted number that, one. Think about that. He's 45 yes. and they just said you're the best player. Yes. You're peers. And you, and you, and you and Pro Football Focus had what? He at 44 said he was the number one graded quarterback they in did. all of football. Okay. So clearly, more, the players are not doubting him. Magazines and publications that I guess rate quarterbacks are not doubting him. So the doubt is coming like he he like Michael used to do. He picked something. Oh, they don't believe me. Okay. Okay, I got something for y'all. I'm going to show you. Okay, but I also think he was shamed by what happened last year. I, I think he feels shame that they have lost so often to their arch rival within the division. I think New part Orleans. of the unfinished business is to come back, and I know there's no more Drew Brees, right. but part of it is to come back and beat New Orleans twice, which I'm predicting right here, right now, they will do. I think he will be as driven to win those two games this year as any regular season games, and maybe as much as any playoff game. So the point is, what happened against the Rams was just completely unacceptable to his makeup last year because he couldn't believe it. And yet, in the end, I kept telling you, well, he can't play safety right. because it comes down to one crazy play, if we could see it one last time, the Cooper Cup play, and this is when Cooper Cup is, is emerging as the star of stars, but, <laughs> but it's a, a complete breakdown play where he just runs a decoy route and they don't cover him. And it's a blitz that that somehow Murphy Bunting doesn't get the call, and he pulls up on the blitz. It looks like he's got a free run at the quarterback, and he does a run. Right. I don't know what's going on. And all of a sudden, Antoine Winfield is saying, oh, S-H. You right. know, like, oh, what, what, like, <laughs> right. like I'm, wait a second. Right. He just ran past right. me. Because you're expecting the ball to come out quick, so you're not expecting the guy to have time to keep running. And, so and it's, it's not a Cooper Cup route. He, no. he doesn't run go routes no, down he, the middle of the football. No, no, field. no well, he's clearing it out. Yeah. They're, they're running it's underneath. A clear out yeah, route. they're running under stuff. Yeah, underneath. they said after the game, it's just a decoy route. Mm -hmm. You don't think that tears Tom Brady's guts out? That yeah. he knows exactly what happened on that play. It was a little fluky. It was a defensive breakdown. And it was a walk-off field goal, and he didn't get another shot right. after he'd scored 24 unanswered, including that one throw to Mike Evans that cut it to 27 to 20. Can we see that just to remind everybody what this looked like? This is 44 years of age to Mike Evans. It, it, in a huge comeback, he's, he's goading the Rams, who are on their way to winning, and that's on Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. You don't think that gave him some satisfaction on J-Ram? him and Mike Evans to go deep on J-Ram and beat him. That, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. And he wanted a shot at overtime. And he, he thinks that they got a real shot because it looked like they were in control even on the defensive mm -hmm. end. And that's the end of that story. So he's coming back with a lot to prove in his head. Maybe a lot of people say, you've got seven Super Bowls. You don't have anything to prove to me. Well, to him is all that matters to me. Yes. And I believe that he believes with all his heart yeah. and soul that this is a huge year for him to show the world, I ain't done yet. That's, that's an, that might be an awful steep price to pay to try to prove to people that you can do right. concerning what's been transpiring in his life. Okay. I, and you could be right about that. I, 
I don't know, but but he is willing to pay that price. Yes. And he's been willing. Yes. I mean, his wife has wanted him to retire for what's it been now, like five or six years? <laughs> yeah. I think it was five years ago she yeah. was talking about concussions. Yeah. And I don't want to see him play this game anymore. Right. It's just too dangerous. Mm-hmm. I don't blame her. I got it. But you, nothing in life makes him remotely as happy as winning football games in the National Football League. Yeah. He, de- he plays a little off-season golf. We'll get to see him in the one exhibition match. Yeah. But – but it's it's not a passion of his. It's, no. it's not he he does, like your brother. He just segued right into golf and he plays golf yeah, and that's, that's all he does. Yeah, that's right. Pay, yeah, and he's completely obsessed yeah. with it and it scratches his competitive right. itch. Yeah, that's it's not going to do it for Tom. No, but but really, yeah, it can scratch it, Skip. But nothing is going to do the camaraderie that you have with the guys, nothing. Skip, in the locker room, nothing. the practice field, on the bus rides, the plane rides, and the hotels. Nothing. Nothing. You're never going to be around 53 nothing. guys again at one particular time. Agreed. He's been posting all over IG, different highlights and whatnot. He's ready to go for this season, gentlemen. <laughs> but we do need to discuss and figure out how badly do other players want to sign on and suit up for Skip's Cowboys? Good question. Guys, we're going to break all that down no. when we come back on no, the other side of this don't. break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. The NFL returns to Fox with a week one doubleheader this Sunday. First, the Trey Lance era kicks off for the 49ers as they take on the Bears or other regional action. Then in America's game of the week, reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers leads the Packers against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Check low school listings for the games in your area only on Fox, the home of Super Bowl 57. So, after spending 12 seasons as a rival with the Eagles, Jason Peters signing with the Cowboys yesterday. The 40-year-old left tackle said, quote, it was love at first sight after sitting down with Dallas owner Jerry Jones before inking the deal. All right, Skip, you said earlier every player deep down really wants to play for Dallas. Let's start with you. Tell me a little more. (sighs) Shannon Sharp. I covered the NFC East for many, many years. I interviewed hundreds, literally hundreds, of rival players. 
in Philadelphia and Washington and with the Giants in New York. They constantly rip the Dallas Cowboys as arrogant and or soft, finesse-ridden Cowboys. Mm -hmm. They were all about finesse. They wouldn't hit anybody, according to those players. But deep down, I would look in their eyes, and I could see and feel the envy that I call Dallas envy. I believe that those players they used to play in Washington at an old stadium you may have played there called RFK. I I called it rickety field for knuckleheads. (laughs) The vet in Philadelphia, it it was filled with fans acting like rabid dogs. Mm -hmm. And even up at the Meadowlands in New York, it had a distinctly Sopranos feel to Mm -hmm. the crowd. And I think they all looked at Dallas, the players did in those three cities, as Valhalla. It's America's team playing on the biggest stage in the sport, playing in the coolest uniforms in all the NFL with the stars on their helmet. They used to have stars on their shoulder pads, Mm -hmm. but it's that metallic blue on white on silver. And it's a city that idolizes and hero worships its pro football players more than any city. I think Denver's up there. I think Denver could compete with Dallas, but there's something about being a cowboy in Dallas. There's nothing like it. And I lived there for a long time. Everybody wants to know a Dallas Cowboy. Everybody wants to buy drinks for or food for a Dallas Cowboy. You get put on the loftiest pedestal you'll ever be put on if you're a Dallas Cowboy in Dallas. Mm -hmm. And you get to play for Jerry Jones in what I consider the Dallas Cowboy Country Club because it is a country club atmosphere. I think you are pampered. I, I think you are taken care of in ways that other players on other teams are not taken care of because Jerry tends to love every player like he is a son. And I think a lot of rival players, many, many rival players, a vast majority of rival players, deep down, if they had a chance, if they had a choice, they would want to play for Dallas because it is an all-time great experience. And I think you've, you've known a lot of ex-Cowboys. Mm-hmm. They all, they've told me for years, there's just nothing like being a Cowboy. I've known players who have played starting in Dallas and ended up elsewhere, and they didn't like elsewhere anywhere near the way they love playing for the Dallas Cowboys. So I think with the Jason Peters, he, he, it, it's like he's coming home. It's, it's, even though he ripped him in 2018 as arrogant, now he's saying, well, they actually had a swagger that I envied from a distance because they, they, they tended to walk into the stadium like they owned the stadium. And did what? And did what with that? Okay. Well, it's they, not like when Alabama shows up, you already know the outcome. Well, they have won the division every other year for exactly. a good while. And so have the Eagles won the division every other year. Skip, mm-hmm. look, the idea that all players want to play for the Cowboys is overstated because I think the, the, the way the players look at it, they don't view the Cowboys with the mystique as the fans do. Tell me the time. The last guy said, I took less money to come play for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, Jerry didn't pay a lot of money to anybody. Well, how about Jason Peters? He just signed for $358,000 to was, play on the practice The squad. man was on his couch. It's $350,000 more than a mm-hmm. man sitting on his couch. Mm-hmm. Skip, that's like, the, that's like the guy that doesn't have a job, says, I've always wanted to work in the Amazon shipping department. Well, you didn't have a job just a day ago, so of course he's going to say that. If I have my hunch on this. I'll bet you Jason Peters financially is pretty well off. Oh, he's straight. Yeah. But if you want to continue to play, where else? Basically just saying, I'll play for nothing. I love me some Jerry. Now, they share the Arkansas connection. They They both were hogs. So, you mean to tell me, so why why didn't the Cowboys reach out earlier? Why didn't some team reach out earlier? 
if, if, if Jason Peters was in this big a demand, and this is not a, he's 40 years of age, and Lyman don't normally play that long. He's lost a lot of his athleticism. But let's be real, Skip. The man was sitting on his couch three days ago. Dallas knocks on his door and says, would you be interested? He said Jerry flat out called him on his cell phone. It was Jerry Jones okay, on the line. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, Jerry didn't, hold on. Was he available in free agency? Was he available in March? Was he available in April? Was he available in May, June, July, August? It mm -hmm. wasn't until September. So what's he supposed to say? Nah, I ain't going to play for y'all because y'all my rival. Hell, the Raiders were my rival. I took a visit there. Mm. Right. <laughs> what if Jacksonville had called Jason Peters? What if Seattle had called? What if the Vikings had called? Well, Do you think he's jumping up off the couch but, but for 358000 Nope. Here's, it's here's, Dallas. Here's the thing, though, Skip. It's yeah. the Cowboys. But what if the Rams had called? What if Tampa had called? What if one of these teams that what if what if what if Kansas City had called? What if the Chargers had called? Of course not. I'm not going. If, if I'm at, at that age, Skip, and I've done really really well with my money, well, I get to pick and choose if I want to get off my couch and go take this beating. But if I'm someone's going to call me that I think has an opportunity to uh, make the playoffs, of course I'm going to be more interested in someone that can make the playoffs as opposed to someone that couldn't. But this notion. That guy's like, man, it's either dollar, it's either I'm going to the Cowboys or nothing. It's not like, Skip, kids grow up now all of a sudden like, I've always wanted to play for Alabama. I've always wanted to play for Georgia. And that's where my mind is set. That's not how it is, Skip. And plus, you got to realize, these kids that's coming out now, they don't remember. All they remember is the Cowboys being what they are now. They don't remember the 90s Cowboys because they're 22 and 23. And remember, it's been 26 years since they've advanced to the NFC Championship game. So they don't remember that. So what is that like? What, what is that? It's like, ooh, hoo, hoo, boy, the Cowboys, they go to the Super Bowl every year. They're in the playoffs every year. They don't remember that. They know nothing about that. Okay, you named all those better teams than the Cowboys. What if they'd called? Well, they didn't call. But Dallas is not considered a real contender Let this year. Who's and Dallas division? called, and Jason Peters says, yeah, I'm Skip, all ears. You told, you it's told, the Cowboys. You told me, oh, uh, every time you throw up in my face, they did lead the league in scoring. They did lead the league in yards. Mm -hmm. And they are one of the favorite to they win the division. They led the league in takeaways. And you just told me that they was, uh, they, my publication said the Cowboys going to the NFC Championship game. Mm -hmm. That's what you just told me. Well, going to the NFC, that was the Madden uh, yeah. simulation, right? So, and Football Power Index says they're 62% favored to beat Tampa on opening night. So, I don't know. Maybe Jason Peters and, saying, and, uh, I want to be part he, of something he, special. And he might have would have. Because yeah. guess what, Skip? He got up off his couch last year and went to Chicago. Did she think Chicago was going to make the playoffs? Mm -hmm. Was the Bears any closer to any of the teams that you aforementioned? The, uh, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the Jags or some of these other teams you mentioned? No. No. And he went there. So maybe he just wants to continue to play, and this team was one of the team, the team that gave him an opportunity. But let's not over let's let's not overdramatize this thing mm, now. The Cowboys, they, they, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna let you do that. Shannon, everywhere you turn here at Fox, located on the west side of Los Angeles, <laughs> California, you run into a Cowboy fan. They're from everywhere. They're from New York or they're from LA. I I don't know how it happens. I always ask them, what happened? I it was the uniforms. Skip, I started watching when I was five years old, and I looked on TV, and I saw those stars on the helmet, and I had stars in my eyes, and I've been hooked ever since. That's what they always I, tell I, me. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you, Skip. You, you're absolutely right. I don't think I've talked to or encountered maybe one female. And since I've been working at FS1, and today is our anniversary. Happy it anniversary, is. Happy sixth anniversary. anniversary. Thank you. Um, only one 
that didn't like the Cowboys. Mm. Everybody, and maybe maybe it's me. Maybe they know that my dislike and my distaste, and I despise them. And maybe they're just trying to trying to goad me, try to get up under my skin. And it's working. Mm. It is. It is. It's Shannon. Uh, Ernestine and I take Hazel to the mall almost every Saturday, give her a walk among the people at the mall. I, I look around. I'm in Los Angeles, California, in a very affluent neighborhood. And I'm looking around, and I see cowboy jerseys everywhere. Yeah. And they come up, hey, Skip. I saw a little kid last night. I put it on my Instagram. A little kid is wearing a Micah Parsons jersey. I said, they're starting. I'm young out here in Los Angeles. Uh, he's from Dallas. He ain't just visiting. He ain't from no he's L.A. He just doesn't know. He lives he's here, although I think he's father was originally from Dallas. Exactly. But the point is, he's got it in his blood. He yeah. looked like, I, I don't know how old he is, like five or six years old. Did the same way in Pittsburgh. And he's got an 11 from heaven jersey on. I, I got it, but but the, you don't find Steelers fans everywhere like you find yeah, Cowboy fans everywhere. Steelers Steeler fans travel. Okay, they travel, uh, but they're they're from Pittsburgh. Well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Von Miller grew up in DeSoto, which is very, which is closer to Dallas than where uh, Jason Peters grew up. Why he ain't on the team? Why he take that money? Bobby Wagner was available, and I guarantee you he's better than Anthony Barr. He's better than, than Wolf Hunter. Why didn't he take that money to come here? Everybody want to play for the Cowboys. Okay, but in Von Miller's case, Buffalo doubled what Jerry was able to <laughs> offer because Dak took all the salary cap money. He took it all. He made $75 million last hey. year. So Jerry said, I can offer you what I offered Randy Gregory, and he did. What? He offered him the very same deal. And Vaughn said, I got twice as much in Buffalo. I'll go to the cold. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'll endure the winter why for this do, kind of why money. Why did he do like Tom Brady? Why did Vaughn do like Tom Brady? Why well, this is where I want to be. Hey, I'm going to leave some money for somebody else. You to sign somebody else and maybe fill out this roster. With guys. Why did he do that? Why did Bobby Wagner come here? Well, money. Talks. Ta-da! And that's what Jerry pays. And that's why guys come to the Cowboys. Jerry will pay no state income tax. Okay, but in Bobby Wagner's case, you're talking about Los Angeles, and you're talking about the defending champion. So that's all pretty good, right? Yeah. You got those advantages over Dallas. But, but whoa, whoa. If everybody wanted to play for the Cowboys, it doesn't matter about Los Angeles. It doesn't matter about the defending champ. It doesn't matter if you're in Miami. It doesn't matter if you're in Vegas. You told me guys wanted to play for the Cowboys. They do. So no extenuating circumstances and, and, shouldn't matter. And, and Von Miller just went went overboard on social media trying to defend himself about, I, I couldn't help it. I just took more money because he was so upset that Cowboy Nation came down on him so hard. Yeah, because they, they wanted him to play for free. No, nah, he said, the, the, I got an assignment bonus what Jerry was offering in salary. Why would I do that? You know what? Somewhere as we speak, deep down, Von Miller is thinking, you know what? I should have. Nah, Von Miller says, you I know what? Taken less I got money. two Super Bowls. I, hey, I got a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. I'm pretty good. Something that got. Von, Von barely. Von, I mean, Von's what, 30, 32? So he he caught, he he was a young, young man. When the Cowboys was any good. Mm. Young. Mm-hmm. But since he's been a teenager or his adult life. Mm. You know what they say about money? Can't buy Cowboy happiness. Yeah, right? Whatever. That's what they hey, say. And now every, all the players, every time they come, rest yeah. your soul, they come and hit them with that John McCain. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they all want to play for <laughs> no, no. You did. No, Deep no, down, no, you wanted to be no. a cowboy. No, I wanted to get drafted. Deep Bron- down, you're a cowboy fan. No. You're, you're closeted cowboy. No, yep. no. What's the Broncos, baby? Bronco country, baby. We really? ride. Yeah. Yep. Orange. Who wants to wear orange? Everybody. Not everybody. <laughs> hey, what's y'all mascot? Y'all ain't got no mascot. We got Barrel Man. We got some cowboy. And we got Thunder. We had yeah. Barrel Man. Had a... Y'all got who? We got some cowboy guy. I don't I know. Mean, I, I think cowboy... 
was the guy? What was the guy named? Because Ray was the guy. Was it Ray? It was, Ray. I think his name was Ray. Skip, <laughs> I, I think he passed. Rest his soul. I, I think he did. Well, y'all ain't got no mascot. Y'all ain't... Okay, we don't need a mascot. We're America's team. You know, We're you, above you having know, a mascot. You know, you, know what, you know what got y'all? What put y'all on the map? Them cheerleaders. Well, we did. That, we that, were the first. <laughs> that will put we y'all on the map. We were the first. That will put y'all on the map. Yep. But we dressed our cheerleaders a little different. Yeah, than the I bet you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the product on the field. Yeah. Because they wanted people looking at the sideline. They didn't want y'all to see that mess on the field. Really? So y'all kept occupied on the sideline. <laughs> well. Because that was a mess on the field. Well, not for long it was a mess. By <laughs> about 66 or yeah, 7, yeah, it started yeah, to percolate, yeah. right? But early, yeah, that was some good trash. Uh-huh. Nobody used computers like the early Cowboys. <laughs> we were way ahead of the game. We, we you know what, guys? We My dad always told me money might not buy happiness, but it's a lot easier to be unhappy with money than it is to be happy without. Exactly. <laughs> That's deep. All right, coming up. Should Trey Lance be looking over his shoulder, gentlemen, since Jimmy no. G is still in the Bay Area? The answer to that coming up on the other side of this break. <laughs> When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Last week, San Francisco decided to restructure Jimmy G's contract to keep him in San Francisco. According to Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated, Trey Lance was, quote, a little annoyed at the 49ers for keeping Garoppolo as his backup. Shannon, should Trey Lance be annoyed? Yeah, at himself. Because all he had to do was convince the 49ers that they can rely on and trust in him, given what they've seen last year and what they saw in the preseason. But the ex- with the exception of that one throw, he has not looked very good. Mm-hmm. And he left Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch no other choice but to travel in this direction. Skip, if he was, the, if he was what they thought he was going to be and he was ready, because this is what Kansas City did. They let Pro Bowler, Alex Smith made the Pro Bowl, and they let him walk. They cleared the deck for Joe Burrow with Andy Dalton. Cleared the deck. What did Mac Jones do? When Mac Jones was a starter, what did the New England Patriots do with Cam Newton? They say, we believe so wholeheartedly in this guy, we're going to let the incumbent go. Mm. 
That's not what they did. They said, you know what? We're going to hold on to it. We're going to restructure your deal. Now, Trey, this is your team. But I tell you what, if you start to falter, we have no, we have no problem whatsoever putting Jimmy G in there. Because, Skip, this team is built to go to and compete for an NFC title and possibly get to the Super Bowl. You look at that defense, you look at the skill positions that they have with Ayuk and Samuel and Kittle, that offensive line with the best offensive lineman in football and Trent Williams, and the way they can run the football, I'm not going to let a quarterback mess this up. Mm. So basically, hey, Trey Lance, that's on you, bro. Mm. All you had, all you had to do was remove the doubt from uh, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch's mind. That's all you had to do in the preseason. You had one job, mm. one job, and you flubbed it. Mm. So Jimmy G's back, and if you mess up, you're gonna be looking over your shoulder. Really? Yeah. So, are you suggesting that the two people you know very well, starting with Mike Shanahan and his son Kyle? decided we need Jimmy G because we don't trust Trey? Is yeah. that what you're saying? That's what it sounds sound like to you. What it look like to you? Uh, I mean, from where you, where you got laced I, I can tell you exactly what it looks like to me. It looks like Jimmy G, they shopped everywhere, and nobody even sniffed Jimmy G. Well, nobody if, even sniffed. If he, he was willing to take backup quarterback money to say, I'm happy here. I'll just stay here. I'll readily accept being the backup. I'll carry the clipboard the whole year. Skip, think about this. The man got six and a half million to be a backup. All I'm saying is this. If that, why you care if nobody wanted him? If Trey Lance is your guy, I don't care. If I dump my trash out, I don't care. I don't want it. So I don't care if anybody pillage through it or go get it. It's my trash. I don't care. So why did the 49ers care that nobody want Jimmy G? You shouldn't have cared because you say we were done with him. We got who we want. Mm. But clearly... They don't believe Trey Lance right now. I'm not saying it moving forward. Maybe after this year, they're like, okay, we've seen enough Jimmy G. Bye. Who wouldn't want Jimmy G as a backup quarterback? He's taken a team to a Super Bowl before. He took a team to the NFC Championship game last year. Who wouldn't want that as your plan B? But they the believe. The 49ers got him at their plan B. Okay, they believe so strongly in Trey Lance that they don't think he'll be threatened whatsoever by Jimmy G. He knows him. He with lived that, with him last year. He's fine with, with him. Why was he annoyed? Okay, well, I, Albert Rear did a radio show in the Bay Area, and I, I'm not saying he walked back the comments, but he says, no, he's just a human. He was a little startled by this because he didn't see it coming. Okay, why well, you startled? He said he wasn't negatively annoyed. It, he was just human, like, oh, God, we've we got to do this again. I guess what? I, didn't, I was never startled who they kept because mm. I know couldn't nobody beat me out for the job. Okay. So it wouldn't didn't bother me. Okay, but nobody was behind you who had been to 17 Pro Bowls. If, if he if, if, uh, <laughs> if he was in front of me, he was caught. If he was behind me, he stayed there. So that's how Trey Lance got to look at it. I would, look, they traded, Skip, they mortgaged everything to get him. And so now, right now... Right now, what they're saying is that, Trey, yes, we believe you're our quarterback, but there are some things that we saw that gives us a little concern at this moment. That's not what they're saying at all. They're saying, we got Jimmy G for a song. We know him. He knows our system. We got him as our backup what, quarterback. What? what you need him with a backup for? Everybody needs a backup quarterback because it's, they, they it's called one. injury. They have one. They got. They got. Uh, another, they had another quarterback. Who's better than Jimmy G? He's now the best backup quarterback in the league, and it's not even close. Yeah. See, to name somebody who's even close to a Super Bowl NFC championship. It's the championship same thing they did with Tyler Smith. If they were so hell bent on Tyler Smith being that dude, why the hell are you go get a forty year old up off his couch that was drinking a beer, probably? 
because you need a swing tackle like a backup to both your positions. Jason, Pe Jason Peters. They're, they're down to nobody. Jason Peters is not a swing tackle. Jason Peters is a left tackle. Remember they tried to play him at guard? Remember they tried to play him at guard mm -hmm. in Philly? Did you, did you, did you sure. remember how that played out? Sure. Okay, okay. So he's not a swing, he's a left tackle. But if Tyler Smith is what you said, oh, he's a mauler, he's a this, he's a that, I don't need, I don't need, I don't okay. need Pete. Okay, but obviously to throw a raw rookie who led the whole league, I'm sorry, the whole world in penalties last year at Tulsa, right, to throw on. him into game one against Tampa and then Cincinnati, and then here comes a little there later. You go. Thank here come you. the Rams, Thank and you. here come the Eagles. Thank you. Okay. So in other words, Jerry Jones is telling you, I, right, he's a first-round pick. Okay, Nobody but he's a rookie. Him. Trey was there last year and got his feet wet, and they loved it. And they believe in him. And, and I, I, I watched every me, snap he took in the preseason. Uh, I thought he was pretty good. Let me ask you a question. You could have, what you call him? Alex Smith could have been a great solid backup. What did they, what did they need to do? Okay, but he could go get a starting job elsewhere. <laughs> I, I didn't have to do that. Okay, I could have kept him. But no, everybody wanted Alex Smith. I could have kept him. He was him. a pro bowler. I could have kept him. Okay, you could have kept him, but you thought you could be better with Mahomes. Exactly. They, they have told you already, we can be better than Jimmy G with Trey Lance. Ceiling is we're, higher. We're clear to, uh, because I'm, he is mobile. I, I'm not saying that it's not, but clear the decks. So why he why he's you don't need why, to clear the why was he startled? You, you know why? Because th this kid is so mentally tough. He's got such a strong football why backbone, such strong character. I don't think he was startled or annoyed. I, d I don't believe any of that. I do. I, I believe that he's like whatever. Next, when who we play game one? That's all he cares about. Jimmy G said, "I'm in the I'm in the house." Yeah, you yeah. said from the start. You doubted the Shanahan's. Well, no, no, no. The people that you grew up on. I also said. I don't know why they're getting rid of Jimmy G. Mm. I would keep Jimmy G. Okay. Now, I told you that. Okay. But they weren't going to keep him for $20 million. No, hell no. Not okay. a no backup. Okay. So he crawled back to San Francisco because he had no other takers. Nobody no. wanted Skip. him. And he said, I'll restructure. I will completely renegotiate. Yeah. They gave him man six, and he got a no trade. Okay, fine. Well, back, what backup you know got a no-trade clause? Tell me the backup that you know that got a no-trade. Hell, I can, I can name a bunch of quarterbacks, that, starting quarterback, that don't have a no-trade. Okay. Jimmy G, a backup with a no-trade. So he's semi-retired in San Francisco because he loves playing there. He loves the Shanahan's. He loves the weather. He loves the atmosphere. He's comfortable in the system. And he's very comfortable watching for 17 games if the kid stays upright and does not get, I'm knocking on wood, Hurt. Skip. He might they all get hurt. Jimmy G might get a chance to get in there and Trey Lance not get hurt. Mm. Remember, Trey Lance is a running quarterback. Yes. And trust me, he will run in Kyle Shanahan's running attack. He will make it even more lethal than it is now. He is the perfect fit for Kyle Shanahan. It, 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 trust me, you're going to see a lot of read option. It wasn't his running that concerned them. It was his ability to throw the football. Okay, well, he can throw it. I, do you remember the throw he made to that little Danny Gray, that rookie out of Tennessee? Yeah, that was the one throw I told you about. Oh, really? Can we see that again? Just yeah, that was remind the one. everybody, this is what the Shanahan's bet the, the sun and the moon on. This is the first preseason game. Man, that, that looks pretty good. He's got a big arm. His arm's at least as big as Jimmy G's because Jimmy G is not much of a deep ball thrower. That hurt them in the Super Bowl. That actually cost them a late run at the Super Bowl in Miami, uh, I recall, I, right? Yeah, you did, yes, huh. yes. Interesting. Skip, I'm okay, not... Skip. this kid's got huge arm. He's got huge upside. 
Watch what they do. They are sold. Do you, do you know what they bet on him? Do you know yes, what they gave yes, up? Yes, I do. So you are doubting the Shanahan's that you came up under, Mike Skip. and then Kyle. I'm, you watched Kyle I'm, grow up. Skip, the mere fact that they kept Jimmy G on the roster at least for another year, mm -hmm. that's because just in case the kid, forget injury aside, if he doesn't play well, they're going to put Jimmy G back I'll bet in the they don't. I bet they're going to give him a long leash. Because you can't do that to a rookie quarterback. Yeah, you can. You can destroy him psychologically. Well, no, you just told me the man was strong. You just told me the man was mentally strong. You told me he wasn't going to be looking over his shoulder at Jimmy G. Okay, he but wasn't if you start yanking him out of games, we ain't no then you show no trust in no, him. No, no, no. They we, won't yank once you. Once we yank you, you there for the foreseeable future. Sorry. Watch what happens. Yeah, watch. Yeah. I'm watching. you be wrong again. I'm it's watching. okay. I'm it's watching. okay. I'm, I'm not watching. keeping score. I'm, I'm watching. Yeah. I'm talking okay. about Jimmy G. You're Jimmy G all day and no, all I night. No, 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 no. That's not yeah. what I said. That's not yeah. what I said. I said I thought they should keep Jimmy G <laughs> as a great insurance policy. Mm. And I was proven right. That's you what they You were not did. proven right. As an insurance policy, you wanted him to be the starter. No. no. You yeah. said you got to go forward with him for at least another year. No, no, you no, 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 no. You weren't talking about being the backup. Skip, I said, look, it looks like Kyle Shanahan believes in this kid. But I'm not getting rid of Jimmy G. Jimmy G can still give you great value. And his value right now is a backup. If this kid... Okay, but they couldn't get rid of Jimmy G because he Cut crawled him. back. Crawled back. Cut him! Just let him go home? Cut him! Yeah. Cut him! Is he not the best backup quarterback in the league? Refute that. No, Baker. Baker's the best backup. That's not true. <laughs> Baker's the, the best, best backup. starting Baker. quarterback. Baker's right? the best backup. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think he's starting, much to your chagrin. You're going to be wrong and wrong and wrong. It'll Everywhere be, you turn, wrong. I, I tell you what, it's going to be. You quarterbacks don't get along. I bet he's going to be starting 0 and 1. Huh. <laughs> get out to a great yeah. start. Well, maybe. Seven could, cases. Maybe San Francisco could sign Sam Darnold to be uh, there, the you go, there, right? you go, there you go, there you go. Yikes. <laughs> All right, Baker go. is a topic for another time, yep. guys. Trey Lance makes his debut versus the Bears this Sunday on the road.